1: Betches Media presents Ha Ha, Laugh, Funny, Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches Podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. We're we'll gonna check me, bro? And Barry Rosenfeld. I need to start drinking alcohol. Now go to sleep, week. Hey,
0: everyone. Welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer.
1: And I'm Barry Rosenfeld. Happy Memorial Day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> happy happy what a what a day what a day uh
1: <laughs> you know what's funny is memorial day is like the kickoff to summer let's say but summer doesn't start until one month later so take wow, that barry. and do what you want with it
0: <laughs> barry you're really coming through with the calendar facts today <laughs> seasons are not always the same seasons as change I'm so confused right now. Uh, Um, We are obviously doing a little bit of a different episode today. We are going to do a little listener Q&A. We had you guys send in some questions on our Instagram. So we're going to be getting to some of those. Um, Before we start, I want to read this story that just popped up on my whatever. It's page six. Portia Williams planning three three weddings to Simon Guobadia. So she... Portia, of course, is engaged to Fallon's ex as of earlier this month. And she said on Dish Nation today, she said, he's African, so we're going to have a Native law and custom ceremony and a regular wedding. And then we're going to have another wedding at one of the houses that is out of the country. So first of all, I'm exhausted just thinking about that. But I I like the casual, just like one of the houses that is out of the country. Like, whose house? Where is it? Why are we having another wedding there? Like,
1: I'm not gonna lie. Like, I feel like this is it. I feel like this relationship is like it. Do you agree?
0: (laughs) Wait, do you mean like they're gonna? He's they're like soulmates.
1: Yeah, like I just don't know the relationship like that well. But from what I'm just seeing, I feel like it's just like not fake like it's strong i could be so wrong but i feel that i don't think
0: it's fake either but like i don't think they know their relationship that well they they barely just (laughs) met like
1: I, I i know but sometimes those are the ones that like really thrive
0: i guess i don't know i mean i just have very like i'm like i can't devote mental energy to this relationship like i don't know this man um we'll see i'm curious if assuming that Porsche's on next season of Atlanta i'm curious like how this relationship is going to go down like what are we going to see what details are we going to get is he is he going to be like on the show a lot or is it just going to be kind of like a my man situation i don't know i don't i don't know <laughs>
1: There's so much we don't know but want to. Like I feel like this is our number one complaint. We're always like, you guys need to tell us before you tell anybody else. Like we Basically, need to know to tell our listeners.
0: Whatever. I just want Porsche to be happy. I same. I hope she is. And um damn, planning three weddings sounds like something that I would not have I'm the I'm sick. Yeah. I'm with sick for of that. No. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get into some of these questions that you all sent in for us to answer. Um, you sent some great ones, and let's be honest, you sent some not so great ones too. So
1: yeah, so some of you need to step it up. those yeah. chose
0: the best of the best. Um, okay, first of all, has the Manzo drama, so like all the stuff that's been going on in the last couple of weeks, has it changed your thoughts on Danielle Staub? Um, so we talked about the Manzo stuff earlier this week, if or I guess last week, if you missed that episode we talked about how uh caroline allegedly wrote a character witness letter for tommy who had uh dina and her new husband assaulted um so barry has any of this manzo drama changed your opinion of danielle
1: no talked <laughs> 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 i mean like we've known enough of danielle through the years for this instant right. not to change my mind at all i i already think low of her so like this this is like not gonna be like you I know what this, you i are
0: put angelic. this question i put this question in the doc and you were like what do you mean no <laughs> I yeah like, i was like save okay, it for the podcast no i, I mean, agree like I seriously think, yeah i think There might have been certain situations in the past where Danielle was right about certain things. But, like, I don't love Danielle because she was right about something with the Manzos. Like, Danielle is still Danielle.
1: Yeah. And it's like, why... Just go back to your cooking. Go back to like cooking. Go videos, back to your cooking. You know? Go
0: back to your Instagram lives during Jer- oh no! What is, don't
1: do that. What is she gonna?
0: <laughs> now that the Jersey season is over, she's not gonna have anything to do Instagram lives about.
1: I ah, that's unfortunate. Okay, moving on to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one's fun. Are you team Heather or team Leah? And then a sub question what do you think of Carol? So we'll start with the first one, team Heather or team Leah. And I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast, not teams. We don't really do teams, but we said, did Leah dig a little bit? Yes, she did. did. I feel like, do I think there was another reason why she did that digging up? Probably. I like Leah. So in this situation, I'm a little on the fence only because like, I think there could have been another way to just call out Heather and then bring receipts as opposed to, like, using the receipts. Does that make sense? Like, in in the call out?
0: I think, yeah, you and I are on a similar page where, like, we're not necessarily, like, choosing sides here. right? But I think, yeah, I think Leah had some reasons to not necessarily trust Heather right off the bat. But at the same time, it felt a little calculated how you know, Leah was kind of like planting these seeds with the other women before Heather even got there and like reading Mm -hmm. these tabloid headlines and stuff. So to me, and I've talked about how I think Heather being on this season would have been beneficial to the overall group vibe, just from having like another person around to kind of beef up the dynamic. So I am, I'm I'm team Heather in the sense that I don't I think she was kind of like done dirty a little bit but I also I also think it's valid that she was like called out for some of the stuff she said about them um mm-hmm. but in terms of Carol I like Carol I when Carol left the show I thought it was like the right time for her to leave um I I she frustrated me sometimes on the show but in general I think she's I think she's funny I think she you know is a good kind of like, she's very different from like Ramona and Sonia and Luann. And I think that was kind of refreshing. Um, But yeah, I enjoy Carol. I don't think it would make sense for her to like come back on the show. And I don't think she would. I but. don't
1: think Carol would ever step foot on the <laughs> stage of the Housewives of New York again. I like Carol, too. I never, not that I could remember. I feel like there's Housewives you remember you, like, actually don't like. And I don't never not liked Carol. I thought she was a good add-on for that time. I think that cast was great. What always frustrated me with Carol, though, is her, like, hers and bethany's fallout like i just frustrated me so much because it was one of those friendships where it's like what the hell was went wrong like they were so close and like um the fact that she was so like um backing away a little like from bethany i don't know those were also details we didn't know about too but it was just i didn't i hated like seeing that but yeah I, i like carol what's going on right now is funny of course with leah like the They're commenting back and forth to each other, talking shit. Carol blocked Leo. Like, it's typical housewives drama right now.
0: You know, Madame Ratsville. (laughs) (laughs) Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. Orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Okay, and then kind of piggybacking off of that, how do you feel about Roni casting in general? Who should stay or go? What do they need? And also, will Dorinda and or Tinsley come back? So much to unpack.
1: This is a good question because it's also one of uh, a slight answer of mine in a question that we're doing later on. But <laughs> yeah, oh my God, I know. But like I have said this since the beginning of the season, which was what, <laughs> two weeks ago? Yeah. This cast <laughs> earlier this month. so long earlier this season, they needed another housewife. This cast in general was not strong enough to just have five people in it. And I stand by that. It just they're i'm sorry carol even said it the other day like this cast is like not it's it's not it individually i like them lovely a love ebony love Ebon- love, e- love ebony love ebony i sonia i think is good i think they need another housewife they need another like shakeup. you know i think dorinda or tinsley would have been perfect for this season as the sixth but I I don't know it's just like that's just where I'm at I'm not saying the season's bad it's just like it's missing something and I think that's a human
0: <laughs> I agree <laughs> uh, I am yeah I think the ca- it's not necessarily that the casting hasn't been good I just think like you're saying that it's a little bit lacking just they are missing kind of the last piece of the puzzle. And like we're seeing on Beverly Hills this season, actually the last two seasons, they've had seven housewives plus a friend of. And while, you know, that's not like a magic potion where it's automatically going to be amazing. There's so much more room for different layered dynamics and different kind of like people making up and falling out and having different sort of alliances and stuff. Whereas this season on Roni, it's like, okay, like if Ebony goes to bed early and, you know, Sonia's wasted, then all of a sudden there's like three people. And, you know, it feels, especially in COVID times when it doesn't feel like there's a lot of like, you know, extra friends and stuff coming and going. It's like, it's just tough to feel like there's enough going on. And I think, You know, maybe back in the day, like you know, the show the show originally only had five people, but it was it was a different show. And now I think, you know, the fact that we know all of these women so well, except for Ebony, so far. But I I am at this point. I have a hard time imagining how they'll make this show feel fresh as long as we have Ramona, Sonia, and Luann all still on the show. And I I don't. I love I love Luann. I love Sonia. I don't love Ramona, but I think she's amazing TV. But it's just hard because like they have been on this show together for so long that no matter whether you cast, you know, Ebony's in her 30s, Leah's a lot young, like a lot different vibe, but like the core of the show is still going to be those three older OG-ish women. And yeah, so it's hard because it's like, I don't want to be out here like fire Luann because I don't feel that way. But it's hard when I think about, okay, like a year or two from now, if it's still really just the three of them doing their thing in the Hamptons, I don't know if that's really the way to go. I would love to see Tinsley come back. I think I've said that on the podcast before. I think she would have such an interesting storyline coming back to New York after sort of you know, leaving for Chicago on such a high note and then kind of having to rebuild. I think that would be great to see. I I love Dorinda. I think potentially it could be great to see her come back. I do, I do still support the decision they made to basically put her in timeout. And I hope that she is able to use that time and kind of like do some work on herself and be in a better place because it's hard to think right now on this cast of five, we have, Leah and Luann who are sober and we obviously still see Sonia getting like shit faced. It doesn't seem like Ebony is really getting smashed like that, but it would be, you know, I don't know if I want to see Dorinda come back and be belligerent like she was so many times before, but I do think Dorinda is really great when she kind of has her shit together a little more. So.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, New York has that like problem though, where they can't find like they went through that phase where they had like the jewels and Kristen Takeman and Aviva yeah. and ha- like they can't like find a a good like solid like cast, I guess. And you're right, but if you see what with the three OGs, I should say for right now. But it's funny when you look at all of the cities, they're bringing in younger cast slowly. Right to move out like the originals. I don't want to say older cast, but like, but the original no, but just women. Like,
0: to, to freshen things up. I don't, I don't think right. it's as much about age as it is no. about kind of like vibes. Like already this season on Beverly Hills, we see Crystal really just kind of, she feels like she fits in with the group, but in a way that's kind of new and exciting versus like, I don't, you're never going to get that from Luann. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, their stories don't end, I should say. Like, it's funny. I was thinking about, like, OC with with Tamara and Vicky. Because they were on the show for so long, when they right. left, it was like a... People, like, don't like OC because they're so used to that. So that might happen with New York, <laughs> to be honest. And I think that's why they're slowly yeah. doing the transition.
0: I do think OC is a good... It's a good comparison, kind of like a cautionary tale. Because while I don't really... I don't care for Vicky that much. Tamara, I think is great at housewives, but whatever. Like they, they pulled the trigger on getting rid of them before they had a solid enough foundation without them. Whereas I think on New York, they probably are kind of hesitant now because it's like, okay, there was a lot of talk last summer about like, are they going to fire Ramona? They should fire Ramona. Ramona sucks. And it's like, okay, yeah, But it's we don't wanna fire a bunch of people just because they're like kind of shitty and then be left with a season 15 of OC again. Cause I my soul couldn't handle that happening to New York.
1: (laughs) No way. Um okay. Our we just spent so much time about New York because it's like our, you know, know. our playground. Um (laughs) who this This is a good. This is a really good question. Who are the most overrated and underrated housewives? And me personally, because the list is so long of actual housewives. And yes, sometimes I do Google and Wikipedia the actual entire list of housewife franchises. Like it's actually a pretty good list to go through. I'm gonna do, um, like cities. Okay, so I feel like. I f- and I wrote it down because I can't. I can't remember anything ever. I think personally, underrated casts. You know what I'm going to say. The entire Miami franchise is just underrated, and the fact that they're bringing it back on Peacock hurts me a little bit. But you know what? I'm still going to watch it. Um, and well, you know, also, if it wasn't
0: coming back on Peacock, it wouldn't be coming back at all. So count your right. blessings.
1: You are, you are right. Um, And then my other underrated is Orange County. I feel like old school Orange County, not now, sorry. I should have, I should have prefaced that. Old um, Orange County with like Alexis and Gretchen, like that. that Heather DeBro, I know you love a Heather DeBro. That was very like, that was prime like housewives. And Uh so like, I hate using the word tacky because it's, I guess oh. it's not nice, but that is like prime tacky housewives seasons. And I love that. So I feel Absolutely. like it's not talked about as much anymore because OC is completely down the drain. They took that and flushed it literally the new <laughs> <laughs> who are your underrated.
0: Um. Okay. I underrated. I always think I mean, I think Real House Housewives of Potomac just can't be talked about enough. So I think mm-hmm. it's underrated in the sense that I think a lot of the like hardcore Bravo fans have really embraced it in the last couple of years. But I still hear from a few too many people who are like, I watched Beverly Hills in New York. What do I do next? And it's like, your work is not done. You're not right. at a stopping point. I'm sorry. Or like-
1: uh, Yeah, especially if you've only seen two. You got a ways to go.
0: So I would actually say, I think that as a franchise, I think that Beverly Hills is a tad bit overrated in, just because I think they have some stellar seasons. They have some less stellar seasons, but I think so many people, because there's kind of the like, I think they just are generally like a little bit more famous. People have like heard of them if they haven't watched a lot of Bravo shows. A lot of people, if they've only seen one or two Housewives cities, it's Beverly Hills. And I'm like, okay, like, I respect that. Obviously, I'm a fan. It's because of the
1: glitz and the glam. It's because of the glitz and the glam. I'm a
0: fan, but, like, you have to broaden your horizons. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, a show like Potomac or even, like, Atlanta, New Jersey, I think for a lot of people, those are kind of, like, you know the fourth or fifth housewives show that they get to and i'm like you should bump it up the list like i don't know there are, there are a few too many people out there who are like housewives diehards that have not seen atlanta and it's like get with the program It's got- also
1: kind of crazy because atlanta is like one of the best uh shows <laughs> like it, it's like a proven fact
0: it really <gasps> is it really is um underrated or i don't know i, yeah, you I think you like, skipped around skipped her I gave two answers they said Potomac and Beverly Hills
1: my overrated I know this is going to be controversial but I'm going to go with New York I think New York is overrated like we just talked about because of the cat like I feel like it's yeah New York's coming back which I'm so excited about but it's like yay we get to see Ramona and Sonia again getting drunk together going out like that's what I feel like it is I feel like it's Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion
0: by using the code mention when you register just go to the app store or google play store and download the free ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code mention that's I B O T T A in the google player app store and use code mention so speaking of people who may be overrated we can weigh in somebody asked do you think kyle richards is boring barry do you think kyle richards is boring?
1: I do not think Kyle Richards is boring. And I never, I remember this, I remember this happened like a year or two ago where it was like a whole thing. Kyle Richards is time to go. And it's like, no, no, Kyle. I I do think Kyle is the, the queen of Beverly Hills. I, on that show, like she, she out proved LVP. Like she stood her ground. And I, I just think I've said, she's like one of my favorites. I think she's a great wife, a great mother, a great, she just, everything she does, I feel like is very, I don't know. I'm a big Kyle Orchards fan. No, yeah. And that's not to say that I don't, I actually don't think she's boring. I think she's, I don't know. I think she's a good, I'm not over her. Isn't that funny? I'm, I'm over her. Ramona and Sonia. I've been on the show the same, actually not Sonia. I guess it's just Ramona that I'm fucking over. I just, you know, I, it's I, her.
0: Okay, I think so. My thing with Kyle, I don't think she's boring. I would never use that word. I think that she plays it safe sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I, I I respect that because for somebody who's been on the show as long as she has, it's there's a fine line between doing enough to earn your paycheck and staying on the show, which I think she does. I've never thought that Kyle like should be fired or needs to be, you know let go or anything but you can't be so explosive and reactive and you know causing problems all the time and i think that's that's the difference between like lisa vanderpump and kyle is like lisa always kind of wanted to i think be in control a little too much Mm -hmm. and but she never wanted to be called on her shit And so when it finally sort of built up against her, she really just was like, I'm not doing this and left. Whereas I think Kyle cares more about being on the show and staying on the show. So sometimes she can maybe shy away from some specific conflicts or, you know, she's not necessarily the messiest person on these shows, but I do, I think that's, fine because not everybody is going to be the messiest person on the show Mm -hmm. and I think she's good at sort of doing the exact right amount to keep her to like keep her spot but not to blow things up too much
1: and exactly she does enough but the ears clear to the point where she's not boring she just she just like moves out of the way a little bit
0: I think it's sort of I, I think she is kind of similar to Melissa Gorga in that like obviously she's been involved in drama. She's been on the show for 10 years, but you know, she doesn't always have the messiest fights. She doesn't always, she isn't yeah. always the one who's out there like starting drama the most, but and she has the hottest house husband. <laughs> there are certain people who I feel like are like, Melissa doesn't do anything. Melissa's boring, but it's like, I still feel like in the overall time she's been on the show, the amount that she's given us is like way more than any one, like iconic like and you know like somebody like danielle staub couldn't stay on the show for 10 years because everybody hated her by season two so it's a (laughs) it's
1: literally it's
0: a it's a, it's you have to work hard at it to really be have staying power on these shows and i think that people like kyle and melissa have been really smart about the way they've done it and Just because you're not... I think boring is a a hard label for housewives because there are boring housewives, but a lot of housewives that people say are boring are really just, like, less messy people.
1: Like, you can say that... I want to, like, think of who's on, like, right now that's currently, like, a boring housewife. Well, You know what
0: I mean? I think Teddy was the perfect example Yeah, where, like it wasn't that I like, I think I didn't hate Teddy as a person. I just thought she brought nothing to the show. Whereas Mm -hmm. like somebody, Oh, like I see people call, um, I see people call Robin Dixon boring. And like, I think that is like a miscalculation because I think Robin is less over the top and less dramatic than some of her co-stars, but it actually balances out the cast. And she, holds things together and still has her storylines and still has her moments. But if you didn't have her there, I think there would be like a piece missing.
1: Right. And it's so funny to um, say, I know we've said it before, like we defend the housewives, but it's like when models say it's hard, but being a housewife and we've said this before, I think it was actually in one of our interviews. I'm not sure. I don't remember, but being a housewife is hard. You have to, it's not just a camera like following you around. Like you have to like actually be, engaged and have people want to watch you it's that's also why there I know reality shows come and go because you have to actually have people interested in watching you so it's like I I don't Mm -hmm. you have to not be boring so
0: it always it always makes me happy when we talk to people on these shows like when their seasons are premiering or whatever and you hear them talk about how they're really proud of the season and that they're really because they worked hard as a cast to really put together a good season and they're excited for people to see it and excited, you know, to see how all of their work came together in the editing room and all of that. And that it's like, there are so many pieces and everybody has to pull their weight. And you know, it's, it's obviously not like a normal job, but like there's, there's a reason some people are really good at it and some people are not.
1: <laughs> I completely agree. This next question's funny.
0: Okay. Do you, does Kyle want to make Kathy look bad now that she's on the show? I don't think so. I think we, we talked about this a little bit on Thursday's episode. Like I think Kyle might be like stressed out sometimes now that like she is with her big sister and like, I don't know, there's a different power dynamic there. But like, I don't think, I don't think Kyle's like trying to sabotage Kathy for coming on the show.
1: Right. So I think if this were to occur years ago, maybe five years ago when they were a little younger and like probably had more of like um, the same, I don't know, I was going to say like the same circle of friends or something, or I don't know, life was just different like five years ago. Their kids were younger. I don't know. And, And Kathy came on once Kyle was established on the show. That might not have been good for the relationship or it could have been better. I don't know. But right now, I feel like they're in a good place. They just got from not being in a good place and they're just having a good time. They're there I think um Kathy's there as like a good um add on to the show and it'll like we said earlier yesterday in yesterday's episode or this past week's episode, it'll we'll see a different side of Kyle, but in a good way. But I don't think Kyle's the type of person to make her sister look bad on okay, national great. television. She didn't do their, it to Kim. Their relationship Kim did it to herself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Their relationship is complicated, but I don't think it's bad. It's like toxic in that way. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, given her problematic past, how do you feel about Phaedra coming back to Real Housewives of Atlanta?
1: Phaedra was always one of my favorite housewives on on Atlanta, so I I'm not sure she would fit in exactly with. This current cast, but I would never we saw she was on Watch What Happens live recently and I was like Phaedra. But same thing with her and Candy's um friendship. I think I've talked about this before. Like I loved their friendship so much that I mm-hmm. it like upset me to watch it fall out. But I I I don't know. I liked Phaedra when she was on the show. I it was agree. a very Southern Belle charm.
0: <laughs> I think Phaedra is one of those housewives. I've said this before where some housewives, they play a little too hard and they get lost in the game and they mm-hmm. they don't see their mistakes until it's a little too late. I think Brandy Glanville is like the other perfect example of that. Liam Locken, totally. Um, and so Phaedra, I think she was a great housewife and then she just kind of like couldn't see what she was doing until it came back to bite <laughs> her. Um, yeah. I also feel like I don't know if she would really fit in on the show now, but I, I think it would be interesting to see her back. I think maybe, I, I think it would be, I would like to see them maybe give like Candy the courtesy of like saying whether she's okay with it. Like if she's still on the show, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Like, I don't know how Candy would feel about that because I think Candy has like earned that as a, yeah. whatever, a longstanding uh, I, um... cast member.
1: Totally. I, I agree with what you said, like where, what you do and it like bites you in the ass because there are so many housewives where we see, they're like, oh shit, gotta do something. And they do something like to start drama. And it's like, why did you do that? That was just like, so unnecessary. You don't need to do that to Like just make yourself shine and especially when it backfires. That's the worst. It it really is. It's like you, you just put yourself in a situation you didn't have to be in. And now you just ruined it for yourself because you're going to no longer be on the show. Whenever things like that happen, you're going to (laughs) lose. Unless you're like the queen bee, I don't know, but they all think they're the queen bee is so. They all think like they're not going to get like in trouble.
0: I don't know. I if I was gonna pick one Atlanta housewife to come back, it would be Sheree. So that's like that's where I'm <gasps> at on that.
1: Okay, so Sheree's son was on the kids episode of yes. Watch Happens Live. And Cairo. he is just like Cairo. He is just like so good-looking he's such a good-looking man and now he's like all grown up <laughs> and they asked him if he was like gonna slide or he talked about sliding into porsche's dms and he was and he literally goes not yet and he goes well well, well not yet like not yet like i i just have not not yet that i'm going to but it like kind <laughs> was so funny he was like like obviously he's not going to slide into porsche's dms but seeing yeah seeing these kids grow up is just right in front of our eyes it's just really crazy because we're like the same age maybe I guess
0: (laughs) okay um okay quickly who do you think left housewives by choice versus being fired slash let go I think there are some where we'll we'll never quite know exactly but I think the majority of the ones you're thinking about were fired slash let go um yeah
1: I don't think that many voluntarily left like I can I can confidently say Tinsley left on her own. <laughs> That's Tins- pretty confident. I would say
0: like Tinsley, Bethany, um, Lisa Vanderpump ditched the show basically. So I guess that counts. Um actually Tamra, we know she was offered like a friend of role and turned that down. Um, but somebody like like a Dorinda, no. Yeah, you know, uh, Leanne Locken, No, like most of the people that put out some kind of statement about like they're stepping away from the show, it's like, oh, no. <laughs>
1: what about, um, what about Kim Zolsiak oh. from Atlanta? What do you, what happened to, do you think she left? Now, I can't remember because I don't know if Don't Be Tardy was not like, did she leave to focus on Don't Be Tardy? You know, because like she, it's hard with her because like she had a show on Bravo. So I don't think she got fired from Atlanta.
0: I think though, she like stopped filming like halfway through the season, right? When they were going to South Africa. I'm all those, no, maybe not all those like early seasons of Atlanta get jumbled up in my mind. But I think, I think she would have left the show to do her spinoff, but maybe she like left a little earlier than intended, if I recall. Yeah. Um, But yeah. But like
1: the the boring ones like Siggy. Oh, speaking of boring, that was a boring fucking housewife. Siggy's like really boring. (laughs) I think she was um, asked not to return.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I think, I mean, like there are some notable examples of people who left by choice, but the majority of people who have are like would like to still be on these shows so
1: i mean listen if there's an open spot for us like we will try we'll try it oh my god imagine they had tryouts and we like had to like do like certain talent you know what i mean like
0: oh my god like Like, like if there was like an open call
1: yes and we had to like just do stuff like how many how many basketball hoops can you get in like how many how many times can you jump rope in a minute like i'm thinking like active 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 activities like that or it's like sing um a song like all all different talent shows we should have our own like we should have our own housewife tryouts
0: for what show i don't know
1: for what i don't know you and you said it prize, before I, the prize you were asking before i was like yeah i know for what i'm not sure <laughs>
0: <laughs> um okay our last thing that we're gonna do today we're gonna do art. grab the skinny pop moments but a little different than usual um Today we are going to name our top Bravo moment of 2021 so far. As we know, endless entertainment calls for endless popcorn. And luckily, we can eat skinny pop by the handful or the bag full, or you know, we might need a whole truckload full for these 2021 moments. So, Barry, do you have yours? Are you ready?
1: Okay. Yes, I'm ready. I have like a few, a few little ones, like one of which being one of which being like I love the new housewives in general that they added diversity in a diff in a few different franchises, which is a long time coming. So I think that was mm-hmm. great. This is like the first year that has happened. Um, mm-hmm. I also love the fact that they announced Bravo con dates. Like I think that in general is a huge win for the Bravo community, but my one at, like detailed, I just, it has to be the Jackie and Teresa feud and that moment at Margaret's couch like I remember I still remember watching it and like my jaw dropped just the whole thing happened so fast Teresa being nice and all of a sudden switching Jackie using the analogy the the see you next Tuesday repeatedly going out the door like Margaret it was just so much it was such (laughs) a good legitimate housewife scene that happened in like 45 seconds but yeah that's my um I needed a lot of skinny pop for that because that was insane and it went on for the entire season, so I, <laughs> I applaud that,
0: <laughs> Dylan. Okay, what was my... yours? So I have an honorable mention, which is going uh-huh. to be the all of the Southern Charm drama, in, including with a Rod. Um, oh God! Every, all of the Madison Lacroix stuff. It just popped off in such a way that I was not expecting this season too. Um, but my my real top got the skinny pop moment so far is jen shaw getting arrested um (laughs) that day that day when she when we first got the news and then there were the photos of her leaving the courthouse with those braids it just there it's hard to think of another moment that has been as electrifying as that um
1: well, and the fact that she completely changed her look right now, too. Like, uh, a few weeks ago, she's, like, blonde. You can't even recognize her. Like, her, her, she has, like, different glam. I don't know. It's Yeah.
0: It's,
1: something's going on.
0: <laughs> so that's going to be ongoing. As we know, her trial right now is set to start in October. Um, so I think that might just be the grab the skinny pop moment of the year, pending, pending anything else. Um, well,
1: honestly, there might be more to add to that, so... I know In a little bit.
0: Ugh. We'll see, um, but yeah, those are today's grab the Skinny Pop moments. You can grab Skinny Pop yourself at retailers nationwide, or go to the shop now page on SkinnyPop.com. That is going to do it for us on this special Memorial Day episode. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow night with our regular New York recap episode. So make sure to rate, review, and follow wherever you listen so you will we'll get that episode directly in your feed. Um, in the meantime, enjoy the holiday and just be cool.
1: Don't be all, like, uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Batches.